0: Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. We are back today with more Matthew. As always, what an exciting time. <laughs> as
1: always, you say that as if I all mean, we've done for yeah. five years no. is read Matthew.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. But but it's a longer book than I anticipated. And I guess I am wondering: are we are all of the gospels this long, or is this one particularly long?
1: Uh, I think they're all similar. Okay. I believe I remember that John is shorter than the others, or maybe he's the one that's longer.
2: I thought that John was the longest one. Maybe he's the longest one. It's been a long time since I reviewed. I knew there was a difference. Oh, well. Yeah. I guess we'll find out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, I went to Disneyland
0: with some caroler friends on Tuesday, which was very fun, but I also... (laughs) But. But, but. no. I asked because (laughs) two of them are... Pretty, you know, devout Christians, and I was like, "Well, what, what is your favorite gospel?" And they both said John. So there you go. Well, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, that makes sense to me.
0: Okay. Would you agree, Duds?
2: I would agree. I think in my Christian upbringing, John was leaned on the heaviest for teaching about the story mm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Okay. I believe John is the book that leans the heaviest into him being divine and being the son of God. But that's me just whipping that out of the air.
1: Yeah. I don't
2: know if that's actually true, but...
1: No, that tracks with what I learned.
2: It seems like the book of John supports most modern day evangelical Christian belief and practice.
0: But yeah, from what the two of you said, it's the most different than the others, right?
1: Right, so the other three are referred to as the synoptic gospels because mm. they all tell the same basic story for the most part, and then John is the outlier. Okay. So yeah, like that's that's not just our opinion; that's Bible historians and whatever. Right, it's like the three and John.
0: Got <laughs> so, it. Oh. Okay
1: and John.
0: Very cool. Yeah.
1: He's like the Ringo of <laughs> of the Beatles, I guess.
0: Well, Ringo was for sure the nicest I felt in that documentary. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Ringo, everyone wanted to be everyone wanted to be around Ringo. So there you go. I mean, okay. John it is. But I
2: think he may have also been the most high all the time, which could coincide with why well, he was the nicest as well. There <laughs> you go. I mean, maybe John was also Whatever
1: it takes, you know.
2: Like, I, I read an interview with him where someone was interviewing him about the, the cover photography for Sgt. Peppers. And he was like, I know I was there that day because I'm in the picture, but I do not at all remember that photo <gasps> shoot. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> whatever gets you through the day, Ringo. Entire decades lost in that man's mind. <laughs> wow, that's, that's great. hysterical. Good
1: <laughs> lord. Oh my goodness.
2: Anyhow, I think what was the most exciting thing last time was that Jesus finally started hinting things are going to go bad for me. Like he started telling his disciples that this is all going to go south. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. That was the thing that really stuck in my mind was the fact that he's
0: starting to tell people, well, I'm going to die. So when that Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. 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 Did he tell people that he would be resurrected?
2: He did seem to sprinkle Or is that going
0: to be a special surprise?
2: He seemed to sprinkle in some riddles about being in the earth for three days. Mm,
1: Yeah, he did say something about that. I
2: think he's teasing. Mm. He's teasing us for sure. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Mm. And if you recall also, I believe last time we finally cast Peter, we cast Bradley Cooper— In the role of Peter, or at least this Peter. We'll see if it changes up or stays the same. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad
0: that we're doing that.
1: Yeah, so last time we talked about this a little bit, but about how approaching the the whole Jesus thing is surprisingly hard because of how much bias and and baggage we all have. Mm -hmm. Even Emily, who supposedly doesn't know any of this and wasn't raised with it. but I know some, you, but it's like,
0: like a it's tiny all amount. You. And also Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, right. Made me at least think that he knew how to sing really well <laughs> no. and was a high tenor. <laughs> He's a high
1: tenor for sure. I mean, no one disagrees with that. He was a high tenor. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, no, but like, that's a great point is that not only is it just in the culture and you know a lot of people who talk about Jesus very reverently or tell you various things about him, but also yeah, musicals, movies, like we've all come across so much that compared to the Old Testament, it's much harder to separate out our own baggage and and to really try to understand even the context. So, something I was thinking would be interesting to do for like the next few episodes and maybe we could do a little more of this in between gospels but is to try to look up just a little bit more information, kind of like we had in the past about, you know, Mm -hmm. during this book, were they in captivity while it was being written? Were they out? Was this before that? You know, was this person a foreigner? You know, whatever it is, kind of getting some context. So the place that I started was looking up some stuff about just the historical Jesus at all. And basically the idea is that... Over the years, uh, you know, historians have set out to try to determine what's real. Like, what do we think is probably true about Jesus? From a the same way that we would look at any other historical figure.
0: And how how are they finding this information?
1: Uh, right. So, so basically, it's the same as they would with any sort of historical thing, which is looking for multiple sources that are saying the same thing. Is mm. one. And so basically, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that a thing is true just because a lot of different people said it. But what it does validate is the fact that it's like that the story is authentic, that that story has always been roughly that story. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean it was ever true, but at least everyone kind of agreed in different sources from different-ish parts of that part of the world that, yeah, this is how the story went. Like, these are the parts we can agree on. Mm. Uh, And then also looking for other sources, other evidence, specifically non-Christian ones and non-Jewish ones, Mm. trying to find, like, are there other references to this guy? What parts of his story fit up with things that we can validate from other historical sources? All that kind of stuff, right? So it's a complicated thing. And the place I thought we could start here is there's a couple things that basically all the historians agree on. And by all, I mean most. Okay. <laughs> I should clarify <laughs> that. So, one that surprised me actually is that I remember, I don't even remember when this was, but at some point, kind of learning this idea that maybe Jesus wasn't a real person. Maybe he was multiple people who kind of got combined into one figure.
2: Like Shakespeare.
1: Like a Shakespeare kind <laughs> and of story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who is also Jesus? Yeah. Well, I just,
2: uh, yeah. I mean, maybe Jesus was a vampire who is also Shakespeare. Mm, you don't know. Got it. Got it. Right. He's just like no, a lot of right. really powerful men throughout
0: history. <laughs> uh huh.
1: They were all actually the same guy. They were all yeah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Maybe Moses was Jesus too. That's why he went up and did his same trick on oh, the mountain. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there it is with the voice and all that. No. Um. So first of all. I was surprised in looking into this that basically the vast majority of historians all agree, no, Jesus was a real person. He was a real okay. guy. Uh, cool. that there are some people who still hold that theory that he's not, but they even acknowledge like, we're the minority in this. We're kind of the more fringe belief here. So most historians are like, no, like if you put him to the same test you do pretty much any other historical figures, it's like, yeah, he was a real guy. Let's not, let's not, get all twisted over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is there's basically two things that are pretty much accepted as being true fact. and have have happened. Yeah, I, I don't want to say fact, but, you know, are, are agreed upon that these things happened. Okay. So the consensual knowledge about Jesus is one, that he was baptized by John the Baptist. Okay. Which is interesting because John the Baptist is also a figure who was known and written about in lots of other places. And there's a lot of stuff establishing his lineage as being like a real rock star prophet of his day. And the idea is that Jesus was most likely part of that same sect, part of that same group, and was even like a follower of John the Baptist, who then kind of branched off and started his own thing.
0: He seemed like he was. He had a rough time when John died. Like that was for a big sure. blow to him. Well, but I could yeah. also see.
2: I could see this tension, this little bit of copycat tension, perhaps, hmm. where John and Jesus both have to go out of their way to be like, no, we think the other one's cool. They're both legit. Which, <laughs>
0: right. which,
2: good for them for it not being becoming a competitive thing. It very easily could have. Yeah.
1: Yum. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And one of the arguments they make actually is that early Christians the story of him being baptized by John the Baptist puts him in sort of a subservient role to John the Baptist. And they're saying that early Christians, like that doesn't look as good. You kind of have to do extra work to then justify why this guy's legit if he's less than John the Baptist and got baptized by him. So that's just an example of some of the historical criteria that they'll use to kind of say, yeah, it's unlikely they would have made up that part of the story. And there's enough other sources pointing to it that, we think that happened. So baptism is one, and then the other one is being crucified. That they're basically like, that definitely yeah, definitely
0: happened. Yeah, that
1: seems to be happened. It's accepted as historical fact. Uh, lots of different attestations from different places and kind of backing that up. So that to me was interesting. That those are the two things, and then there's other stuff that's maybe less important. So like, he was from Galilee. He was a Galilean Jew, born between. 7 and 2 BC. So mm. missed the mark by a few years there, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that, uh, we well, talked about this a little bit before, but that most likely Jesus did not live anywhere else. Like he didn't go to uh, you know Asia or somewhere else to learn things. He probably lived his whole life just in Galilee and Judea. Uh, that he spoke Aramaic for sure, and maybe also spoke Hebrew and Greek.
0: Wow! But like
1: Aramaic was the language that he would have spoken, based on where he lived and all that, and that he had his disciples, like that those those people were real, his real followers. Cool. Oh, and the we haven't gotten there yet, but the controversy at the temple—that's another one. They're like, yeah, that we're pretty sure that happened. We've got we've got enough evidence to say we think that happened.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Wow, okay. So, yeah,
1: I think just to kind of start that, maybe each time we could explore a little bit more about what was going on at the time, but basically just learning that being controlled by the Roman Empire was a very tense time.
0: Oh, I bet. Like
1: this was, a lot of people were unhappy. There were a lot of people like Jesus doing this same thing. John the Baptist was one of them.
0: Interesting. Like
1: building a following, touring around, preaching town to town, a real touring musician, kind of like we (laughs) joked about that that's actually, yeah, a lot of people were doing this at the time. And there was a lot of different fractioning off of people and a lot of tension and unrest at the time because of being ruled by the the Holy Roman Empire, which was not called that at the time.
0: Right. They're not (laughs) holy yet. I wonder if... (laughs) Yeah, not yet. If the Romans were also killing off the leaders of different sects if it wasn't just Jesus, but other people as well.
2: Maybe we can dive into that when we get closer to the killing part. Right. Because there are there are some other characters that will show up that might deepen that discussion. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perhaps.
1: Yeah, that's actually one of the things the historians don't all agree on is why was Jesus mm-hmm. killed? So that's something we can get into a little later too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fascinating. Um, what are you two drinking today?
2: Oh, Jace made me some kind of really refreshing, sparkling water gin sort of drink served in a green dragon mug. Brought all the way back, hand carried back from New Zealand by my sister. So I'm sad to say that I didn't get it myself. Wow! Oh my goodness! When she went to the Green Dragon in New Zealand, so that's lovely. very cool. Mm -hmm. And
1: uh, I'm drinking a what is this? A spiced rum and a orange Mm -hmm. water kefir, like a. Okay. Kombucha, but without tea in it, basically. Yeah. And it's it's just nice and refreshing. Easy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Orange water café. I'm also having a rum drink. I'm having a mojito, but with mm. cucumber as well. So oh, cucumber nice. lime, mint nice. mojito. It's Love great. It. Yeah. It's like I need to do something with this rum.
1: <laughs> All right. Are we ready for this party? I'm so ready. <laughs> so ready? hmm Okay. All right. Today we are continuing on. As Emily said, as always with the book of Matthew, today we are reading chapters 18 through 20. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly.
2: You can read along with us, or you can listen to us, or you can drink. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. <laughs> and with that, we're going to dive into Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18, in that hour, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? I don't know why they need to know this, but... Yeah, that's interesting. Jesus called a little child to himself and set him in the midst of them and said, most assuredly, I tell you, unless you turn and become as little children, you will in no way enter the kingdom of heaven, Whoever therefore humbles himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me, but whoever causes one of these little ones to believe in me, who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for him that a huge millstone should be hung around his neck and that he should be sunk in the depths of the sea." (laughs) <laughs> woe to the world because of occasions of stumbling. At this point, I imagine the kid is just like, uh, uh, can
0: I go home? <laughs> Sit on my knee, little child. Wait, is that, I thought that I've heard something about the little children. It, like that's a little saying that Jesus says. Is well, this there's a, a something
1: song. Something about little children? There's a song that you might. The, a Jesus song? Yeah. Jesus it's a,
2: loves the little children. All the children of the
1: world.
2: I don't know if it's still politically correct to sing the next verse, so I'm not going to do it.
1: Definitely a problematic song these days. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Cannot continue
0: on after that. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Got it. Imagine, okay. I don't know it. Imagine so.
2: kind of like, you know, it's it's like the, it's a small world after all, how it's kind of had to update a number of times because mm. even though it had good intentions, turns out it was maybe a little racist in its portrayal of everyone who wasn't white, like kind of uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It, it,
1: that that yeah, ironic sure. thing where the message of it was about accepting everyone regardless of race, yet did it in a racist way, you know, because they just didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't know any better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Okay. All right. Maybe I was thinking of something else.
2: Yes. Well, uh, there's going to be another story with children involved. That may be the one that you're thinking of. Okay. But I do imagine he's, this entire, for this entire monologue, he's like holding this child like Rafiki and Simba style. And this poor child is (gasps) like, uh, uh." The kid's like, uh. "Uh." Okay. I love it. Whoa to the world because of occasions of stumbling.
0: (laughs) Whoa. For it
2: must be that the occasions come, but woe to that person through whom the occasion comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and cast it from you. <laughs> no, no, don't. What? <laughs> it is better for you to enter into life maimed or crippled rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the eternal fire. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out huh? and cast Did it from you. This? Didn't we do this one already? He did tell people to pluck out their eyeballs at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're ta- we're
0: doing it again. Does yeah. that mean that we should drink? Yeah, yeah, probably should. Drink
1: for repetition, I guess.
0: Okay, thank yeah. you. I was like, should we drink? <laughs> Emily's like, like, can I please drink now?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into the Gehenna of fire. See that you don't despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. For the son of man came to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has 100 sheep and one of them goes astray, doesn't he leave the 99, go to the mountains and seek that which has gone astray? If he finds it, most assuredly, I tell you, he rejoices over it more than the nine over the ninety nine which have not gone astray. Hmm. Even so, it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go show him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained back your brother. But if he doesn't listen, Take one or two more with you that at the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Two more brothers? So just gang up on your brother. No,
1: actually, what's what's funny is, uh, I sound, I feel like he's sort of spelling out an HR policy in a way. Oh. I actually worked at a place that Good. had a very similar Good. policy. They were right. like, our, our complaint policy, if you have an issue with another coworker is, we don't have one. You go to that coworker first and you talk to them yourself. Wow. If then it's still a problem, then you bring us in. And that's kind of what he's saying here. He's like, if you have a problem, go work it out yourself. If you can't, then Find bring more some people. friends along, get some witnesses, get some people involved. Uh, so it's actually funny to hear him spell out this little HR policy that we have. Well, had.
2: it keeps escalating through the ranks okay. of HR. Okay. <laughs> okay. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the assembly. If he refuses to hear the assembly also, let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. This Jesus, This Jesus... You know, this Jesus, this Jesus <laughs> he seems to go back and forth on who it is he's into. You know, one day tax collectors are cool and the other day they're not. And then mm. one day Gentiles are dogs and then they're okay. Yeah. Huh. He's he's a man of multitudes, okay? Mm. I do mm. he does contain yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, Most assuredly, I tell you, whatever things you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever things you release on earth will be released in heaven. Again, assuredly, I tell you that if, Two of you will agree on Earth concerning anything that they will ask; it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That home. one I know. There we go. That's mm-hmm. famous, There's, and that's how you yep. know that DBS is blessed because we have at least yep. two or three gathered True. in the Rock's mm-hmm. name. True. Yeah, he's here. Wow, it means he's here. He's here. That's
1: yeah. That's why he's our best friend now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, <sighs> I wish. I know, right? Oh, boy. It's funny. I was actually just watching a YouTube video about something else entirely. Oh, it was about um, uh, astronomy and about like orbital resonances between planets and moons and whatever. But anyway, he, in the video, was talking about a rock, like a piece of rock in space and kept calling it the rock. (laughs) And then in the video, started replacing it with a picture of the rock's face as it's like going around the planet. I was like, okay, well done. Well Well done. done.
2: Yeah. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often- Peter Simon. uh, Yeah, Peter Simon, Simon Peter. Mm -hmm. Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times? (laughs) (laughs) When we're at eight, we're done. I am (laughs)
0: casting that guy out.
2: He's, He's dead to me. Jesus said to him, I don't tell you until seven times. But until 70 times 7 Whoa oh, snap Therefore
1: uh, So Can I read to you the message real quick? Oh yes, dear definitely
0: Definitely yes.
1: Jesus replied 7 Hardly Try 70 times 7
2: Oh, cute, cool
1: Yeah Hardly Which is 490 hardly. times by the way
0: Oh, okay That's a lot Better start keeping track Yeah
1: Yeah, I
0: got my scorecard here <laughs> Exactly Therefore I like have to write it down uh-huh.
2: The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to reconcile accounts with his servants. When he had begun to reconcile, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Mm. So we have some explainer notes here oh, I love that those. says 10,000 talents represents an extremely large sum of money, equivalent to about 60 million denarii, where one denarius was typical of one day's wages for agricultural labor. Maybe let's say it's equivalent to, you know, the student debt for a BA in English or something like that. Got it. But because he couldn't pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold with his wife, his children, and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant fell down, therefore fell down and kneeled before him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will repay you all. The Lord of that servant being moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. That's nice.
1: Hmm, okay, nice.
2: But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 denarii. Oh. And he grabbed him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me what you owe. Whoa. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, have patience with me and I will repay you. He would not but went and cast him into prison until he should pay back that which was due. Huh. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were exceedingly sorry and came and tattled to their Lord all that <laughs> was done. Does it say tattled? No, it just says told, but I'm I'm editorializing. Tattled. Got it. Then his Lord called him in and said to him, "'You wicked servant! Mm. "'I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. "'Shouldn't you also have had mercy on your fellow servant "'even as I had mercy on you?' "'His Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors "'until he should pay all that was due to him.'" so my heavenly father will also do to you if you don't each forgive your brother from your hearts for your misdeeds. The end.
1: Wow, so that was a long story that came back around, yeah. Yeah. I do remember this one. Yeah, I'd forgotten about it until you started it, and I was like,
0: oh yeah, I remember
1: this story.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I remember this one too. Oh, you do? Okay. So I've been listening
1: to a lot of Alan Watts lately, Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that if you listen to a lot of Alan Watts or various other kind of wisdom-y teachers. I don't even know what to call them exactly, right? Um, but if you read teachings by by the Buddha or, you know, various people, oftentimes their stories will feel a little bit contradictory. But then, like, they're always trying to make a certain point, though. It's like, they're trying to come up with this analogy for, okay, let me, let me try to come up with some way that you can relate to to explain this concept. And it's less about, like, this is a fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's more about, I'm trying to tell you a story to get a point across. Okay. And I'm I'm realizing that now that we're reading this, I'm like, yeah, a lot of these stories feel like that. Where it's, you know, it's that like, okay, yeah, in the right context, I'm like, yeah, that story makes sense. In another context, you're like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, wait, hang on here. So I'm just, it's another piece of that. Like, I want more information. I wish I had a little more scene setting with all of these.
0: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That would be nice. Emily, that would be nice.
1: Okay, are we ready to continue on with Matthew
0: 19?
1: It happened when Jesus had finished these words, he departed from Galilee and came into the borders of Judea beyond the Jordan. Great multitudes followed him and he healed them there.
0: Can I just ask like, how many people are following him at this point? Does does anybody know? Hmm. Anybody have any idea?
2: Huh. Yeah, we don't exactly have his Instagram follow count. That's true, unfortunately. Hard to know. <laughs>
0: yeah. And
1: also, does your follow count really tell you how many people actually read your posts and That's think about them? True. So, well, you know, and not
0: only that, but like how many people are actually like on the ground with you on a daily basis walking from one city to the next?
2: How many people are just showing up because they're like, I heard there was a lot of free fish and bread being handed out. That's (laughs) true.
0: Yeah, I'm hungry. (laughs) I want to be here for that (laughs) trick. Yeah. Exactly. When is that trick going to (laughs) happen? Very good point.
1: Okay. So, great multitudes followed him and he healed them there. Pharisees came to him. Uh Uh-oh. Pharisees came to him testing him and saying, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Oof. He answered... Trick question. (laughs) He answered... Haven't you read that he who made them from the beginning made them male and female? And he said, For this cause, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall join his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, don't let man tear apart.
0: Got it. There it is. Okay. There's
1: the there's the guilt that all of our parents have carried with them for Decades.
0: God bless him. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense from the people that I have talked to, who are very devout Christians, being like, Mm. "I had a terrible marriage, but I wouldn't. I don't believe in divorce, so I was going to stay with her, but she left me anyway." Right?
1: Yeah. Yikes. So now, okay. So that was his answer. Then the Pharisees they asked him, "Why then did Moses command us to give her a bill of divorce and divorce her?" He said to them, no, no. Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning, it has not been so. I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. Whoa. And he who marries her when she is divorced commits adultery.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Wait, hold on. So is that, it's okay to divorce her if she cheats on you? Yes. But, but if,
0: what? <laughs> but she has to cheat on you? What if you cheat on her? Is it okay to divorce her then? Uh, is it okay for her to divorce you? I guess that wasn't allowed. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, not sure unclear.
1: about the legality of that. that yeah. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Sexual immorality, too. I, I'm assuming we just mean cheating here, but...
0: Yeah. You know. Who knows? Polyamory was not okay, I'm assuming. No. It seems
1: like he was anti, yeah. But a product of the time he lives in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, his disciples said to him, if this is the case of the man with his wife, it is not expedient to marry. (laughs) So They're like, you're making marriage sound like it sucks. And he's like, Uh yeah.
0: But he said (laughs) to
1: them, (laughs) he said to them, not all men can receive this saying, but those to whom it is given. Sorry, what? What? Not all men can receive this saying, but those to whom it is given.
2: I think you need to read the next couple of verses, and then we need some help from Eugene. Okay. Is my opinion. Okay.
1: For there are eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb, and there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men, and uh-huh. there are eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He who is able to receive it, let him receive it. Okay. <laughs> who? What? Who? Yes. What? What? <laughs> Let's take this one to the other scholars here. All right, so Eugene.
0: (laughs) I'm sure he has something exciting to say. So
1: the objection that the, I guess this says the disciples. I thought it was the Pharisees. But they say, if those are the terms of marriage, we haven't got a chance. Why get married? (laughs) But Jesus said, not everyone, oof, okay, Eugene. Not everyone is mature enough to have a married life. This sounds like a married person wrote this one.
0: (laughs) That's, yeah, some editorializing there. It requires
1: a certain aptitude and grace. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted. (laughs) Yeah, ouch. And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons.
2: Kingdom reasons? What? For kingdom reasons? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Is that like when you become a monk or a priest? Interesting.
1: <laughs> well, in our translation, it said uh, they make themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake.
0: Meaning, I like guess monks. Mon- yeah, like monks or yes,
1: yeah, something like that. Yeah, fascinating. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it.
0: <laughs> the the largeness. largeness. That's
1: what. That's what Jesus. <laughs> the largeness. The yeah.
0: Largeness. <laughs>
1: Yeah, huh? I'm just going to see if Tyndale has anything interesting to say on this one. Uh, Yeah, so he does not say eunuchs. He says, there are chaste which were so born out of their mother's belly, and there are chaste which be made of men, and there be chaste which have made themselves chaste for the kingdom of Hivis' sake. He that can take it, let him take it. (laughs)
2: Okay, like that.
0: Okay. It makes marriage sound not great, but if you can take it, then take take it. it. Then do it. Oh boy. Okay. Amazing. Next story. Then
1: little children were brought to him. Oh dear. That he should lay his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. No! (laughs) The disciples were like, ugh, kids, get out of here. We ate kids. But but Jesus said allow the little children, and don't forbid them come to me, for to such belong the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed from there. (laughs) So this is the one you've probably seen the Picture.
0: Wait, what did they, what did he do with them? He just was like, bless and then bounce. <laughs> Sounds
1: like it. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like, like I think he would do.
2: Got it.
0: Okay. You're like,
1: they didn't need, bless you, my child. Yeah.
2: yeah. The bless and bounce, as Emily said. Bless and bounce. <laughs> bless and bounce. <laughs> Can that
0: be like, I don't know, some sort of food product that we have at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub? Oh, I thought it was kind of like a uh, yeah. mic drop
2: moment, right? Just oh, bless I love and that. <laughs> bless and bounce.
0: That's great bless too. Bless and
2: bounce.
1: I like that. That'll Maybe. be for
0: our live shows. Ooh,
1: and I was thinking at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub, if we have like, like an open mic night. We call it the bless and bounce. Where you come up, love like, do it. your blessing, and then you bounce. You got five minutes
0: or whatever. <laughs> that's it is. great too. Goodness. Young. <laughs>
1: Behold, one came to him and said, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have <laughs> eternal life? This is like a tiny Tim moment. That's yeah, that's the direction I went. I love sure. it.
2: Okay. Ready. Freddie- Breddy in the chat is reminding me, you remember we read that verse about dandling? Oh, what's a dandle again? I love that. It's like to bounce on your knee or something. Oh, yeah, dandle. To (laughs) dandle. You think he's dandling? I
1: guess. guess. Probably. Yeah.
0: Good teacher. Teacher. What good thing shall I
2: do that I may have eternal life?
1: Okay. So I just checked some other translations, and it seems like this is now like a new paragraph. So when one came to him, it's not one of the children, but oh. one dude, some some guy. It was funnier when so, it was a little
0: all over be, twist. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> that would be weird if like some some dude, some older dude, just
2: like sat on his knee. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> he gets in line to sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, I like it. What do I have to do to be kid to have eternal <laughs> life? Oh my gosh.
1: So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God.
0: But aren't they the same? What's happening?
1: But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments.
0: I feel like cool. I feel like,
1: yeah, I, I don't quite know what he's going for here. He said to him, which ones? <laughs> I was like, which which commandments? And Jesus said, uh shit, what was it then? no, Jesus said, you shall not murder. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not offer false testimony. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself.
2: Was that one of them? No, I don't think it was. I don't
0: remember that
2: one? I don't recall that one. But he just pulled I guess one out could, of his butt. We could, well, we could put that under the umbrella of like not coveting your neighbor's possessions slash wife. Wife? Yes. Mm. Okay.
0: Or
1: if I love my neighbor, like I love you so much as if you're me. And therefore, like your wife is my is wife. My wife really, oh, I see. Know?
0: I see. <laughs> right? Like. Got it. Okay. <laughs>
1: the young man said to him, Oh, the young man, okay. The young man said to him, he's all over twist again. <laughs> all these things I have observed from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard the saying, he went away sad for he was one who had great
2: possessions. <laughs> oh, he's He got like- a
0: really cool like magic of the gathering <laughs> Uh, Oof,
1: yeah, he'd been yeah, collecting that years. Oof, And he was yeah. like, I'm sorry, but I can't. Oof, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I mean, I don't yeah. think it's a bad lesson about maybe being a little less, you know, I don't know. Attached to your belongings. Less attached. Yeah. yeah. Less
1: attached and also less like focused on, oh, if you just do this one thing, mm-hmm. you'll get into heaven.
0: Hmm.
1: Boy, maybe this is controversial. What? But it reminds me a little bit of the whole modern-day Christian idea of all you got to do is believe in Jesus and accept him as your Savior, and then you're in. Mm.
2: Yeah, and Jesus sure. is
1: kind of like, no, there's not just a one thing you got to do. It's kind of more Fair. of a lifestyle than that.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe people should hear that more. <laughs> hmm.
1: you know? hmm. yeah. yeah. Jesus said to his disciples, most assuredly, I say to you, a rich man will enter into the kingdom of heaven with difficulty, Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through oh. a needle's eye than for yes. a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven.
0: I've heard that one.
1: Yeah, that's another famous one. Another greatest hits. Yes, yeah. When the disciples heard it, they were exceedingly astonished, saying, Ugh! <laughs> saying, "Ah!" who then can be saved?
2: At least one of them's like, I I mean, I got rid of all my stuff, but I stored my Magic the Gathering collection at my mom's house <laughs> in the attic still just in case. Yeah, and
0: I know. I mean, that that stuff is going to go for a lot on eBay.
1: <laughs> so. Looking at them, Jesus said, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Then Peter answered, Behold, We have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I tell you that you who have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man will sit on the throne of his glory, you also will sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel.
2: Whoa, another upgrade. Another promotion. Whoa. Wait, are there 12 boys? There are
0: 12 boys? I guess so. Yeah. I guess we've reached 12 boys at this point. <laughs> I guess there are 12. Yeah, you know what? That's funny. What I like- about Judas, though? Like, he, like, was a bad 12th boy. He hasn't officially been bad yet. Yeah, but he said at the beginning, and Judas Iscariot, <laughs> is that his name? Uh, who's gonna be a bad boy?
1: Yeah, but I think that was our narrator telling us that. And
0: deceive him.
2: Yeah, the narrator told us that. Okay,
0: Matthew, the narrator.
1: <laughs> Matthew, the narrator, after the fact, told us this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so they're going to get 12 thrones. That's fun. Everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake will receive 100 times and will inherit eternal life.
0: 100 times.
1: We'll receive 100 times.
2: Like what's a 100 times? Like a 100 times modifier? Multiplier?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly.
2: Like what's 100 times what? 100 times zero.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: I'm assuming this is sort of a Job situation, right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All your family died and you lost all the things you care about and you suffered a bunch. But like you'll get three times as much back, so don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Mm. And okay. and will inherit eternal life. But many will be last who are first and first who are last. Huh? Uh, you know.
0: It's going to flip. He's going to flip the hierarchy. Alpha and omega. He's going to flip it. Right.
1: He's like, the ones who are in first place now are going to be in last place. And the ones in last place are going to be in first place. So don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Or do worry about it if you're in first place right now. It's I think he's telling you that a blue shell is coming in Mario.
0: He's no, like, literally, I was thinking about Mario Party <laughs> when you know you're in first place, but then you have like and someone steals all your freaking stars. No, Ugh. you yeah, you have the guy like in the in the last five uh rounds be like, oh, I think that Peach is gonna win, even though she's in last place. And it's like, what? No, she's not. <laughs> and then he gives her 10 coins.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here.
0: That's what exactly. Jesus did.
1: He gave them exactly. all 10 coins
0: and said, I think you're gonna win. It's <laughs> terrible. Got it.
1: Okay, wow. All right, before this last chapter, we're gonna take a quick break to talk about telling your friends about this show. We, we have fun on this show, but we also work hard to bring this content to you each week. And we would love it if you could help Spread the word. Tell your friends about it, right? That's the reason why we keep doing this is because it's fun and because y'all are out there listening. And we would love you to bring all your friends, your family, uh, anyone who's in last place, bring them. Mm. Like if you Mm. do maybe a relay race, whoever the losing team is, go invite them to listen to Drunk Bible Study with you. You can check out the live episodes at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. You can find links to follow us on Twitch where we do our live shows every Thursday. And we would just love to see you here. And if you want to go the extra mile and become one of our supporters on Patreon, if you go to patreon.com slash study and become a parishioner there, that's how we pay for our hosting costs and pay our editor and things like that. We really appreciate your support there. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, uh, and, of course, our love.
0: And we are back with Chapter 20. It is time. That's the chapter subtitle. It's not. (laughs) I just made that up.
1: (laughs) Eugene calls this one a story about workers.
0: Okay. Not,
1: Not the best title he's come up with.
0: It's not... But this is in quotation immediately, which is interesting. The mm, quote okay. says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man who was the master of a household, who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius, a denarius is a silver Roman coin worth one-twenty-fifth of a Roman arius.
1: Oh, I thought it was arian
0: Yeah. <laughs> this was a common wage for a day of farm labor. So, okay, he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day. He sent them to his vineyard. He went out about the third hour. Oh, this is interesting. Time was measured from sunrise to sunset, so the third hour would be about 9 a.m. Huh. Okay. (laughs)
1: Like, depending on the time of year.
0: I know, right? (laughs) Like, certain times
1: of year here in Seattle, the third hour would be noon.
2: Really? Maybe even 1 p.m. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's in the wintertime, it's real bad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that it got light that late. Yes.
1: I'm exaggerating maybe a little but probably 9.
2: Wow. Maybe. No, like maybe 10.
1: Really, you think so? Yeah. Yes,
2: I think okay, so. Okay, well, this is
0: 9 a.m. is the third hour, so right. that's, they're in Seattle. Right, well, the opposite
1: yeah. would be that the third hour during the peak of summer is going to be like 8 a.m. or something like that. So, you
0: know, it fluctuates. Mm -hmm. To them, he said, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour, noon and 3 p.m. And did likewise. About the 11th hour, 5 p.m., he went out and found others standing idle. He said to them, "Uh, why do you stand here all day idle? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and you will receive whatever is right. When the evening had come, the lord of the vineyard said to his steward.
1: I like that Emily still says the word lord as if it's in all caps. Lord. (laughs) Also, Mm -hmm. my mind was just blown because John Dolph, the mic in the chat, clarified that the length of an hour also varied based on the time of year.
0: What? How? What?
1: Well, if you think about you're using a sundial sundial i guess that makes oh. sense that it's like how long the sun t- i don't know that just blew my mind reading that i don't know if can someone confirm that this is true how do they how did they divide it i don't even boy yeah so i guess hours are going to go by in like half an hour here in seattle in the winter and hours probably take a couple hours to go by in the summer
2: good lord yeah that's
0: wow fascinating Uh, Okay, so when the evening had come, the lord of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning from the last to the first. When those who were hired at about the 11th hour came, they each received a denarius. When the first came, they supposed that that they would receive more, and they likewise each received a denarius. When they received it, they murmured against the master of the household, saying, these last have spent one hour. "'and you have made them equal to us "'who have borne the burden of the day "'and the scorching heat.' "'But he answered one of them, "'Friend, I am doing you no wrong. "'Didn't you agree with me for a denarius? "'Take that which is yours and go your way. "'It is my desire to give to the last "'just as much as to you. "'Isn't it lawful for me to do what I want with what I own? "'Or is it your evil eye because I am good?' So, the last will be first and the first will be last. I feel like I've heard that one.
2: Yeah, like you literally heard it like five minutes, like five minutes literally ago last is when you last chapter. heard that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, I feel okay.
1: <laughs> but probably before that, too. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. The last will be first. Like, wait, no, it's not. It's not Penitent Man will pass, but, but somewhere before. <laughs> you always try to make everything come back to that one. <laughs> I do love Indiana Jones for many are called but few are chosen i hate this mm. story
1: yeah this story sucks what a
0: terrible story it's a weird story <laughs> what yeah I, I don't know it's like what <laughs> what is he actually trying to
2: say here labor unions or something what's happening i don't know i it's like he's trying to turn it all on its head of okay i'm laying out these rules but actually there's going to be a big upset of the rules it is like a blue shell moment again mm-hmm. mm. yeah
1: well I thought it was just kind of saying that anyone who works at this vineyard gets paid the same amount no matter how late in the day they get hired.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: But, yeah, I don't understand the point, though.
0: That doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: Well, sure, it doesn't make sense from a normal, you know, capitalist, capitalist standpoint. Things. Yes. But I'm also like, I don't understand what actually he's trying to teach with this one. right? Like, what's the, I don't know. What's the point, though?
0: I don't know. Not, I don't know. For many are called, but few are chosen. It, th- yeah, I'm not sure what that means either exactly. Because to me, I'm like, if we all are called to love Jesus or to do the work, shouldn't we all get fair pay?
2: <laughs> we should unionize. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the funny thing,
1: though, is that the people in this story are arguing for others to be paid less, not for themselves to get paid more, necessarily.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So
1: maybe there's, maybe that's the lesson he's going for. Interesting.
2: You know, there's going to be another story. I don't know if it's going to happen in this gospel or if it doesn't happen f- until a future gospel, but there is a through line about maybe just not being so dang entitled Mm. As people in the chat are pointing out that, like, they've heard some interpretations that it's like, even if you convert to Christianity late, you'll still get into heaven. Okay. And so maybe less of this sense of entitlement if you were an early adopter of this technology. That makes a lot—this <laughs> technology of getting into heaven <laughs>
0: yes. by way of Jesus and believing? Good. Got it. Good. I That's an interesting point, Dedeker. I got that. Okay. Yeah. So— As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside, and on the way he said to them, behold, we're going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and he will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock, to scourge, and to crucify, and the third day he will be raised up. So, okay, he's telling them, like, I'll be fine. Don't worry. Chill. Right. It's Then— <laughs> I was just like, why are you talking I'm about gonna yourself die. in
1: the third person? And he was like, it helps me cope know. with what's to come, I guess.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because— Distancing language. Yeah, I'm sure it still was a rough time knowing that this was going to happen. But it was God's plan all along. Like, did he grow up knowing, like, I'm getting closer and closer to 33, and age 33 <laughs> is where I'm going to die? And that's pretty intense, bro. I
1: feel like these are the questions you ask as a teenager growing yes. up in the church or those For sorts sure. of questions of, at what point did he know? Yeah. Did God tell him? Did he yeah. figure exactly. this out? Like what? Yeah, because it's never clarified, right?
0: Exactly. And,
2: and then, okay, but similar to the whole Catholic thing of we have to keep Mary a virgin in our canon. She has to stay a virgin because we're really obsessed with her being pure there's sort of a similar thing, I think, on the Christian side of we have to keep Jesus pure. So we have to make it so that he has never sinned, like even as a child, right? Never did anything bad or wrong. Mm. And so then that does beg the question, does that mean that as a child, he also knew somehow? Mm. Was Mm. he just a weird freaky baby that freaked everyone out because he never acted like an actual baby? I (laughs) bet he was. Well that's cry? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, that's funny. I forgot about that, right? Because Weird freaky baby. <laughs> well, we talked about this how, how Mary is never described as staying a virgin forever in what we've read, right? Yeah. And similarly, no. Jesus is never described in this, at least, as never as having sinned like, ever. That's true.
0: Infallible. Yeah. But it
1: is, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten. Yeah, that's just stuff that we're told later. And I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. that's stuff that's in later books. They talk about that. I don't know. But Yeah, you're right. He never Mm -hmm. claims that himself. He's never like, I'm perfect. You should try to be like me. At least I haven't seen him say that yet.
0: No. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to him with her sons, kneeling and asking a certain thing of him. He said to her, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) She said to him, command that these, my two sons, may sit one on your right hand and one on your left hand in your kingdom. He's like, shit,
1: I just promised 12 thrones to these other guys.
2: Wow. Uh, how am I going to do these table arrangements? I it's like your brother's <laughs> wedding, Jace. All the oh drama about that.
1: Mm. <laughs> right. Who sits where? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> when you're the child
0: of divorce, it's important. Yeah. Right. It's true. But Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink <laughs> the cup that I am about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Whoa. <laughs> She's like, She's, what do you mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. <laughs> but to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it is for whom it has been prepared by my father. Wait, and who is that? I want to know what what they, what does he mean by that?
2: It's a secret, secret guest, mystery reveal. You gotta wait till you're in mm. heaven to know.
1: Right. That you gotta find your place card, yeah. you know, at your at your setting.
2: Wait, wait,
0: <laughs> wait. So is that like the thing that people think? They're like, Okay, maybe I'm gonna be like Jesus' like right hand and maybe it'll be his left <laughs> I hand. So. I don't think so. Okay. I've never known anyone who's thought that, but maybe yeah. they thought it
1: secretly. I don't know. That
0: would be cool. <laughs> When the 10 heard it, they were indignant with the two brothers, but Jesus summoned them. The 10? Oh, this was one of the 12. Oh, Sorry. this was
1: two of the 12.
2: Okay, also, Annalisa in the chat just called this lady Ancient Karen, and I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> legit.
0: Amazing. Legit. Anna-Lisa, <laughs> legit.
2: She's like, can I speak to your manager, Jesus? Jesus, <laughs>
0: who... <laughs> Who is the manager of you, though? (laughs) (laughs) When the ten heard it, they were indignant with the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant." Whoever desires to be first among you shall be your bond servant, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give life as a ransom for many. What? Mm.
1: So, Ah. (laughs) I think he's telling them all to chill. Cool. Okay. He's telling them all to chill. So, Karen, the mom of two of the boys... Came and was like, "Hey, so my two sons are some of your disciples, but like, can they be the best ones, like the, at the Wait. right and left
0: hands?"
2: <laughs> oh, she's I... a, she's the first helicopter parent. Got
1: oh, it. Shoot, you're right. She's the Got PTA it. mom
0: for sure. Yeah,
2: she no. She's calling the college admissions yep. office. Yep. Yeah, and okay. being Like, um, my kid is the best. It's like,
1: so I noticed that my children were not on the honor roll. I think there's been a mistake. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh... Okay, but then and then all the
0: other ones Do you think they're he, super
2: embarrassed? Do you think they're like mom. Listen, it's a legacy admission, okay?
0: It's a legacy admission.
2: Right, they're
0: like
2: whatever. super embarrassed in front of all their bro disciple yeah. friends. Mom! God. Uh,
1: and then so then Jesus gives this kind of weird answer of like maybe, I don't know you'll have to find out where the place settings are. And then the other 10 are like, wait, but what uh, Wait, but what about me? My mom didn't come. Do I need to get my mom to come? And that's when Jesus is like whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody chill. Everybody
0: if you wanna, calm down. If you want
1: to be first you gotta be last i just said this like a couple times like be <laughs> chill got
0: it okay okay <laughs> okay as they went out from jericho a great multitude followed him we don't know how many but it was great behold two blind men sitting by the road when they heard that jesus was passing by cried out lord have mercy on us you son of david The multitude rebuked them, telling them that they should be quiet. But they cried out even more, Lord, have mercy on us, you son of David. Jesus stood still and called them and asked, What do you want me to do for you? They told him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. Jesus, being moved with compassion, touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received their sight, and they followed him. Great. Sweet.
1: It's a short, short little story there, yeah. Short,
2: cute. It does seem like we're getting the lesson that Jesus will respond to constant pestering. Yeah, he he definitely will. He will respond mm. to gentle pressure relentlessly applied. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like that. Or a witty like rejoinder that. if you really zing him. That's true, like that one woman
1: with the whole dogs thing. She was good. She was clever. So, okay, what have we learned? We've learned zingers and persistence. And Mm -hmm. persistence, Both seem to pay off with Jesus. Yeah. Demanding things, less so. And the first will be last. complaining about things. First
0: will be last and the last will be first. For sure. And that, yeah. 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 All right. We're learning (laughs) so many things. (laughs) So many things. (laughs) It's amazing.
1: Here's one last thing I, I can tell you about. Yes. Please. That uh, I did find that some people have written new lyrics to Jesus Loves the Little Children.
2: Oh. Oh, to be less racist.
1: So here's the racist new... Racist? Less racist lyrics that I found. Are
2: you going to play it for us? Or are you going to sing it for
1: us? I'm going to sing it for you. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you should. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Every color, every race, all are covered by his grace. Jesus loves the little children of the world.
0: Yes, that's better. Well done. Yeah. Well
1: done. It's better. And what's funny is someone posted about this on Reddit mm-hmm. in the Christianity Chips. subreddit. Someone asking for are there more updated lyrics? Because we want to sing this in our church, <laughs> but it's kind of racist.
0: <laughs> and one person Wait, the rest of it? Is also
1: racist? No, that's it. That's oh, okay. that's the part that was racist. Um, someone posted and said, I listened to a CD that had these lyrics, and that's the ones that I just sang there. Okay. And then there proceeds to be just hundreds of people being like, I don't understand. What do you mean? This song's not racist. Oh. It's
2: yeah, I
1: don't understand. So what the, the lyrics before were
0: Yeah, what were they?
1: The the lyrics I grew up with were red, black, yellow, brown, and white. They are precious in his sight. I've also found other people here have posted the lyrics as red and yellow, black yeah, and white. I
2: grew up with red and yellow, black and white.
1: So, but either way, right? Not cool these Yikes. days. Uh-huh. So yeah. many people responding with like, but the whole point of the song is it's not racist. What are you oh, talking boy. about? But what do I know? Yeah,
0: you don't know. And then people <laughs> being
1: like, yeah, telling kind of people like redskins or yellow is not cool. And it, yeah. So many people just being like, I don't it
2: get it. I don't get get it still feels weird to me. God. I appreciate that more updated version, but it still feels weird to me even when we're just, we're like going out of our way to be like, every, every race... Every race. Like, he loves everything. Maybe we may have given you some messages that suggested he didn't love every race. I really need to let you know. Our every behavior
0: race. may
1: indicate other
0: things. I mean, in the Mormon church, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the Mormon <laughs> church, they did. But, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. boy.
2: Oh, boy. What a party. What a party <laughs> we have Christianity here. Christianity
0: is the thing. Yeah, modern Christianity is a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we're going to continue to explore it next week. And yeah, you said that we have five weeks left of Matthew. Four weeks after today. Cool. Oh, oh, four weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. One month. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yep. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunk Bible study.com/slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personals, toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com/slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoyed the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on Discord at our Discord server at discord on com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Cast on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Honored from their album Home of Da Da Da. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. Whoa. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of ageless confessional.